Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Well, the other week I needed to go to the gas station to mm-hmm. fill up my car with gas because like the next day I was having to play like dad taxi and drive the kids all over the place. So I wanted to be like ready, right? Yep. And this was Wednesday. This was like a work week. So, uh, and we've been working at home, right? So yep. my morning routine has mostly been shuffling downstairs. But since I wanted to go to the gas station and be prepared, shuffling, shuffling. I got up, I showered, I made my coffee, I got in my car, I put on my favorite podcast, and... I got myself halfway to the office before I realized that all I was doing, supposed to be doing, was going to the gas station (laughs) on the corner about 20 minutes back. (laughs) Oh, you're kidding. No. Funny. So so it was really funny about that after I kind of like, I don't know, came to (laughs) while driving my car. Um, I was like... I was like, what, what happened there? Like, why am I halfway to work when all I was going to do is go to the gas station on the corner? And I realized that that, that morning routine that I went through, uh-huh. that I had been going through probably for 20 years, except yes. for the past few months, like that habit got triggered. Yeah. And I just went on autopilot. Ha. Huh. And I just went on my wake up, shower, coffee, car, office Work. routine. And I didn't even realize it. <laughs> isn't funny. that crazy? Isn't that isn't that crazy how some of those habits are so ingrained that you can find yourself 20 minutes from your house on your way to an office that's not even open. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. not really realize it. That is really interesting. Habits, I, I think habits are such an interesting topic because I think um Habits can be really, really helpful in so many ways. And then in other ways, habits can be very hard on us, mm-hmm. you know, and actually well, do the reverse, even though we think we're having a helpful experience. Being if in you a think about habit. it, like hu- humans, hu- oh, wait, oh, this is a great quote. Humans are habit, right? <laughs> oh, hum- that like, is a good quote. You have to, you have to have habits to get anything done. I think that like... Most of our day-to-day living is mm, habitual, right? Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't a habit, if it, if we weren't doing things in a way that was just kind of automatic, mm-hmm. imagine how much thinking we would have to do all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. I have to very, I I wouldn't be able to like just. I wouldn't be able to just like, again, like make my coffee without thinking about it. I would have to be like, okay, what, what's the next step? What are the, you know, I'd have to do so much thinking, but these habits really make us efficient as humans. I think that's one of the things about the human brain that is probably pretty magical is that (laughs) habits allow us to be super efficient at, at our actions. Right. And I think that we have way more habits than we actually even realize. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now I'm actually, as we're getting into this topic a little more and it's unfolding, now I'm starting to get scared. (laughs) I think that I am mostly running on habit 
I think we all are. Um, and as you were talking, and I still, I got to look that up, but there's a, there's a statistic that says how many, how many new thoughts the brain has mm. versus how many of them are repetitive. Oh yeah. We've talked about that before. Yeah. And it's, and it's like over 90% of the thoughts that the human brain has are repetitive, mm. meaning every single day the the quote was around how many per day. <clears throat> and I think that's super interesting, right? It's like, because there's the habit, there's the habit. The brain just is kind of on autopilot most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if we had to make conscious effort to think about even our morning routine of brushing yeah. our teeth and, yeah. and eating and, and all that, it would be really, it would be tough. We wouldn't get anything done. Yeah. So, yeah. So habits are awesome in that way, right? And yeah. the other, uh, if you start bringing some of that stuff to the extreme of habits, mm -hmm. what I start thinking about is like, uh, it could be in our job. It's easiest to think about like in, as like a, like a professional sports player, right? Mm -hmm. Professional athletes have practiced these actions. Mm-hmm over and over and over and over so many times and they're so precise and their habits on yeah. those actions are so dialed in right. that they're able to perform at these like un unbelievable levels these amazing levels yeah uh, did you see right? that did you see that super cool um, program that was talking about professional athletes and how when they are, um, when they hook up all the like electrodes and stuff to the athlete's brain, mm. whether the athlete is actually doing the task that they have practiced in their practiced a million times, their habit, um, or if they just are thinking about it, like processing it, mentally picturing it, the oh, brain right. fires in the exact same way. Hmm. I think that's really interesting because the, that, that tells you again, exactly what you're saying is that habit of thinking is so in alignment with the habit of doing or the habit of yeah. action. Yep. Yeah. And that's when, that's when athletes would feel like, uh, on fire or in the flow or, mm -hmm. you know, all yeah. those terms that we use that make it be like, Hey, this is effortless. Yeah. And I think that the feeling that, that effortless feeling likely comes from habit it mm -hmm. comes from this mastery that we have and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the brain's ability to form those habits i think is where like the key to all of that right yeah i mean i think there's a lot of places in our lives where habits are very positive and very very helpful like i mean just like being a parent teaching children habits mm -hmm. you know like that can make especially when you have very very young children having them be in routine and having them be in habitual activities gives them a sense of right and wrong, gives them sort of their fences about how they're supposed to be to stay safe, to mm -hmm. stay clothed, to eat, you know, to be in school, all those yep. things. We're teaching habits that can be very, very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if habits in some way was even like a, a primal survival tactic yeah. for humans. Uh -huh. right? Yeah, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. And I think that you can tie habits to not just high performance with athletes, but you know, you can have habits at work yes. that make you a high high performer. Yep. 
You know, you can have habits at work that help you be efficient and be at the top of your game. Yep, for sure. Yeah, yeah. those. I think those are really important. I mean, <clears throat> right, we're using the athlete example, but they definitely apply to mm-hmm. all profession and art. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and I, I would say too, like I, I remember being a salesperson when I was really young and um, and being going to classes, going to professional sales training on how to be a good salesperson. And, it, and if you think about it, like they were giving you one or two anchoring ideas that would be good practice to be a good salesperson and to have success and sell a lot. Mm-hmm. But what they were mostly doing is teaching you the habit of living in your day so that the things that you were doing were specifically targeted at being successful at sales. Mm. They were teaching you habits, teaching you ways of being like, for example, um, I had to keep a record of every single sale that I made every day in one of my jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and by doing that, then the administrator that was in our office that was my helper, she would tally those numbers at the end of the day too. And she would use that to either push me or to congratulate me on what that day looked like and compare it to what was expected for the rest of the week. So that habit of checking in more consistently helped because it would, you know, otherwise, and there would, when I first started, I didn't do a good job with that to the point where she actually sat me down and she said, you are not going to be successful unless you start doing some of these things. And that was one of them because she said, if you don't stay, stay up on that daily, you're never going to know by the end of the week if you've been successful or not. Yeah. So just that habit of checking every single day what my numbers were yeah, was a really important habit to learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So I read a book called the power of habit, which I thought was pretty interesting a while hmm. back. Uh, it was by Charles Duhigg and he, he talked a lot about, uh, in the book, cue routine and reward. He t- this, and this is obviously, this is, a. Uh, this is a more like mental, you know, intellectual kind of book about habit. You know, yeah. sometimes we talk about, uh, <laughs> this was all about like the brain wiring and how the brain yeah. forms habits though. and like yeah. the science behind habits. Right. Uh, but cue routine and reward. And that seems pretty simple, right? Like the way the brain forms habits is that you get a cue. Mm-hmm. Like, right. So give an example. Off. Like okay. a cue, your alarm goes off, routine, um, I hit snooze four times. <laughs> <laughs> I know that cannot be true. <laughs> reward. I don't know what the reward for that is. I reward is I get to stay in my warm bed. <laughs> <laughs> but cue, you get hungry. Like all of a sudden your stomach goes, oh my gosh, I'm hungry. Right. It's 1130. Well, yeah. Or, uh, yo. Again, in the morning, cue, like I walk downstairs, mm. routine, I make coffee, mm. reward is I get to taste caffeine. delicious warm coffee. Yeah. Right. And you and get so, a caffeine hit. Don't forget that. Yeah. The, and actually, that's it, right? The, for coffee, that's it. it's the yeah. chemical caffeine hit. Totally. And all of us coffee drinkers are probably well aware 
of what happens when we don't get that little coffee reward in the morning. Right. Right. Yep. We pretty much think about coffee all day until <laughs> we get that. And often right? get a headache or you just don't feel because good. Because our cue got fired. Right. We didn't yep. hit our routine and we didn't get our reward. Yeah. Huh. So all morning you're like, where's that? Well, how, where am I going to get coffee? Where's the, where's the caribou? <laughs> what can I use instead? <laughs> right. <laughs> so forming those are, you know, having, having that structure to, to understand how, how you form habits. Yeah. Um, and so then, the premise of his book then, just so like I understand it. So you're saying the whole premise of his book is understanding what your cues are and then, mm-hmm. or, or the process of a habit is your first, you get some kind of cue and yep. then you, nat, you you naturally go towards a habit because that cue has fired you to go do this thing that you do, do the, all the time. Yeah. He calls it a routine. Yeah. It's just like, whatever you're going to do, uh-huh. that, that's the action part. Okay. So then, then you get the payoff of what you were waiting for. And, and so that cue gets paid off because of yep. the actions and stuff in the middle. Yep. Okay. I gotcha. Yep. So hopefully for your sales story. Yeah. Um, your routine was tracking mm-hmm. your sales and your reward was. Yeah. Not getting yelled big, at by Marilyn. A big pile of cash. Oh, I thought. <laughs> and, and some well, cash, but you just didn't want to get in trouble by Marilyn. That was way uh-huh. bigger. <laughs> What's interesting about your story versus yeah. the, the coffee example. Yeah. I think is the delay between routine and reward. Mm-hmm. Right. That's sort of. That's an interesting thing. And a lot of oh, that is interesting. functions, yeah. um, we, need to have, we need to have a habit to give us future success. Yep. But that reward actually doesn't come till way later. Yeah, that's such a good, I, I'm glad you noticed that. Because you're right, the business is very much like that. Yeah, and it's really hard. It, it's really hard. You can see... I can pretty clearly see people in our organization mm-hmm. that are able to deal with that super delayed gratification. Yeah. And some aren't. Yes. I'm and not I think, saying that's good or bad. I, no. It just is. Right? And I actually think it also um, has something to do with the personality traits of the individual. Mm-hmm. If you have a high sense of urgency, you do want payoffs faster. Yeah. There was that, there was that, uh, that test like in the fifties with kids called the marshmallow test. Oh yeah. I remember, remember that. the marshmallow test where they like would put a marshmallow <laughs> and a kid in a room and tell the kid not to eat the marshmallow with a two way <laughs> mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and it would like gauge the kids like ability to delay their gratification. <laughs> Which I, I just remember that little boy. Oh my gosh. I just remember the little boy poking at the marshmallow, looking at it and his eyes were really big and he looked around and you could just see his brain. Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get distracted on marshmallows. Yeah. yeah too much. Too okay. bad. Already distracted. The one thing I wanted to mention about the power of habit book that the, the quote from it that I thought was the most helpful to me yeah. in understanding habit. Uh, he says, to change a habit, you must keep the old cue, deliver the old reward, but insert a new routine. Hmm. Right? So you, the cue is going to happen. Right. You're going to keep the reward, but you get to insert a new routine. So 
Mm. For example, uh, like I think about like drinking, like having an alcohol, uh, alcoholic beverage at night, right? Mm-hmm. The routine of, hey, I've had a long day, come home, have yep. a beer, yep. right? Mm-hmm. That is such a perfect example mm-hmm. of this because if you've been doing that for a long time, it's really hard to break that habit. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> Come yep. home, have a beer. Yep. Um, so you've got the cue routine and the reward and the reward with alcohol is like, again, just like coffee, right? It's like the chemical mm-hmm. response, your brain kind of yeah. chemically addicted to that. Yeah. It makes you um, feel more relaxed or chills you out after you've been stressed yeah. or whatever. So that's a hard routine to break for a lot of people. If, mm-hmm. If, if you want to break that, that habit, that one's really tough. Yeah. So it's interesting to use this model where how could you keep the cue, have a very similar reward, but change that middle section. Yeah. That routine section. How do you reckon? Right? Like in this example, what would be an alternative? Do you have any idea? I'm just curious. Like that's an interesting <laughs> one. Well, for, I think, I mean, obviously that is going to be individual like that's going to be for sure. each person right so like in this situation though like what i'm just picturing to to help expand on this idea a little bit is like you get home from work and you have this cue it's like oh okay i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna pop open my coors light right or whatever it is um so when i've experimented with changing this habit personally yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i i have to still have something to drink like but sure. i switch it i i've i'll switch it with tea, with like hot sure. tea, I'll make hot tea. Okay. So I'm able to like have a cue, yep. change the routine to drinking tea, not yeah. a beer. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then in that case, the, the reward is, oh, and then I also, part of that routine is I, I usually just like sit quietly by myself because right. that's the relaxing okay. part for yeah. me. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. So as an introvert, that's like a little recharge moment. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Well, because what I was actually translating in this topic is, like, if you think about people that are, I mean, we're constantly talking about dieting, right? Mm. Lose mm-hmm. 10 pounds, you know, blah, 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 blah. Everybody always talks about dieting. And I just start thinking about this example in that, because I think also when people come home from work, um, they're really, they may be very hungry. And the cue is I'm home. I'm going to put on my jammy pants or I'm done with work. I'm going to turn my computer off and go upstairs or out of my office. And now it's time to be quote, be at home and not working. So I'm going to do what I always do, which is start eating, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I'm going to eat whatever is handy because I don't really have time to cook. But my routine is I have to have a snack right when I'm done working. Yep. So like in that situation, the example that you're giving would be sort of like you have the cue, you still want to do that. Um, you slightly change the routine. So maybe, yep. I don't know, maybe you have some alternative foods that are healthier. And the, and the reward is you still get to unplug, sit at your island or your bar or your table and you still get to eat something so your stomach isn't so hungry before you have dinner 
but it's yeah. just making a different choice, right. maybe changing the routine a little bit up in the middle of that yep. to the end result being slightly different, but yeah. still being the same kind of reward. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting because I, I think that there's a lot of times where we have these habits that we think are helpful, mm. right? Um, we have these ideas that if I just do this, I will feel better. Mm -hmm. um, if I just behave in this exact way every single time, I can compete against myself or I can be better than anybody else if I just keep practicing these habits. Yeah. And then I think a lot of times, not well, maybe not a lot of times, but often the habit can then flip and become something that's not very helpful. Yeah, that you're almost like more, um, let's say de maybe dependent on, or it's just so ingrained that yeah. it's not serving you anymore. That's yeah. the interesting thing for me about habits is that there's a lot of habits that, well, first... I think habits are surprisingly easy to develop. Yeah. I think they come on real easy and they come on subtle, right? Like, oh, I did yeah. this once and twice and a third time. And then you just like, it's just the more you do it, the easier it is, the less you notice. And then all of a sudden Boom. you're doing like the same thing for three years in a row. Yeah. And you can't get out of it no matter what. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then it's so ingrained. It's so hard to stop. Yeah. So I think that's really, so starting it even though you don't maybe consciously start a habit getting into a habit's easy changing a habit's really hard so it's hmm. an interesting kind of thing in life right where it just yeah. slowly creeps on but to stop it it's real hard yeah and uh yeah. and but the other thing about habits i think is interesting is how often do you just like stop and take like an inventory of all of the habits that you're doing in your daily life and say, oh, this is this one. Do I still want to keep doing this one or do I want to stop that one and add a different one? Right. No, you don't really do that. You're not no. really taking habit inventory. <laughs> I actually think that would be an interesting. Well, maybe it would be interesting or maybe it would make you feel not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the second one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be interesting. That is inter That is an interesting exercise. Like, is this is this habit serving me? Yeah. Still, the other thing about habits that I've noticed is we've been talking about some very plain mm -hmm. in your you know everyday kind of obvious habits. Right. But there is a lot of habitual behavior that you've got programmed into your brain mm -hmm. that triggers or cues and you do a routine and you don't know where that came from because you can't even remember you had that habit yeah right stuff from childhood yeah you know there is there are work things right i actually had a story in an early podcast about how as a jackass at work one day <laughs> that was absolutely triggered from a cue routine from early in my career yeah and I didn't realize, I, you know, I didn't realize it. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. I think that happens a lot. So the way lot. we react to people and the way we react to situations might be because of an old habit that's not serving us anymore. Yeah. You know what? I can give a personal one that I know exactly what you're talking about. When I was younger, I had this sense that I was, I was, I always needed to be better. 
Like I needed to be better. I needed to like, I, and I want to say it wasn't based on ego. It was actually based on the reverse that I had, I was very insecure. And mm. so like, I would want to be the person who had like the funniest joke or the one who could, you know, s speak first in a group always. Like that was a really big thing when I was really young. And that was based on me feeling insecure, but the habits that were formed as a result of that um, actually put me in a worse position than had I not had those habits at all. Hmm. Um, because I think it made me, with some people, not, very, not a very favorable person to be around. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think we, we all know people that um, in a group setting, they may interrupt a lot because they want to get the they want to get the first word and the last word. They mm -hmm. want to look the best. Those are those are things that have come up from a really long time ago and they don't maybe recognize that they're there now. So that's yeah. a the so what you're offering is really interesting to think about. And And yep. I think sometimes those habits we actually think those habits make us feel better in the moment, you know, um, but they don't. They actually make it harder on us. Some I of our I, habits, I think, make it harder. Yeah. I, think, I think habits do make us generally feel good because thinking takes a lot of energy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like as a person, if you, if, <laughs> it's funny, like if you think about thinking, <laughs> but the activity of thinking, right? If you have to sit down and you have to, you know, write something or you really have to use your brain a lot, yeah. it takes energy, right? Yes, sure does. So when you do something out of habit and it's effortless, it doesn't take much energy. And that actually, in a lot of mm. ways, feels better than having to do the work of using your brain that's hard. So mm -hmm. I think the the human brain likes using habits because it is actually, it does actually feel better, even yeah. though it might produce negative results. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's really interesting. I mean, it's kind of like, and, and Brain, I think brains are lazy. Brains are lazy. <laughs> even if they go really, really, really fast, like Roger Rabbit, there's still yeah. components of it that are very lazy. Very lazy. <laughs> Well, this has been a really interesting conversation, and I think it would be well worth the time to consider your own habits, mm -hmm. you know, and I think the habits can be, you know, just to be really broad about it, I think habits can be physical habits, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to eat well for a week so that on Friday night I can eat a huge Sunday mm. and feel terrible the rest of the night. <laughs> I mean, it could be physical habits. It could be mental habits, like thinking patterns. They could, it could also be emotional habits, mm -hmm. you know, where you naturally go to a certain routine emotionally um, because it, it, it served you somehow. It would be really interesting for people to be able to sort of take their inventory of habits and see what they find and if those habits are still serving them. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First... Share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.